بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين ولي الصالحين وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين ومن اقتدى بسنته ليوم الدين أما بعد قال شيخ الإسلام ابن تيمي رحمه الله تعالى في كتابه العبودية Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymi he mentioned in his book of servitude the arkan of al-ibadah the pillars of worship and from the pillars he mentioned are al-raja which is hope Al-Khawf, which is fear, yani fearing Allah, hoping in Allah and fearing in Allah. And the highest level is Al-Muhabba. And that is loving Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And those who combine these three pillars of ibadah, are Ahlul Ubudiyah, the people who have established servitude for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And those who implement this are from the awliya of Allah. Are from those who are close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protects. I want my brothers to reflect upon this. As we studied this hadith. The 38th hadith in Arba'in and Awiyah, which is an Abu Hurta radiallahu an, Qala Qala Rasulullahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Inna Allah ta'ala qal, Man aada li waliyan, Faqad aadhantuhu bil harb. وما تقرب إلي عبدي بشيء أحب إلي مما افترضته عليه ولا يزال عبدي يتقرب إلي بالنوافل حتى أحبه فإذا أحببته كنت سمعه الذي يسمع به وبصره الذي يبصر به ويده التي يبطش بها ورجله التي يمشي بها ولئن سألني لأعطينه ولئن استعاذني لأعيذنه رواه البخاري رحمه الله This amazing hadith رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم which is the 40th, 38th hadith rather of Arba'in and Nawiyah. That is that the Messenger وسلم, said that Allah Ta'ala has said in this hadith al-Qudsi whoever shows 
enmity to Awali, friend of, of mine, Allah said, that I have declared war against him. My servant does not draw near to me with anything more beloved to me than the religious duties, than the obligatory acts that he has made upon them. Obligatory. And my servant continues to draw near and closer to me with the nawafir, the supergoratory deeds, until I love him. And when I love him, I am his hearing with which he hears. And his sight with which he sees. And his hand with which he strikes. And his foot with which he walks. If you were to ask anything of me, I would surely give it to him. And were he to seek refuge with me, I would surely grant him refuge. Rawahu al-Bukhari. So when we reflect upon this hadith, that we comes that which comes to mind fundamentally is the implementation of the kalam of Shaykh al-Islam, which he mentions regarding the pillars of ibadah. And that is that we hope to be from the awliya of Allah. We hope to be from the friends and those who are close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we fear of not being from amongst those individuals. And we love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his virtues and his favors upon us. For clarifying the tariq al-mustaqeen, the straight path. We have to combine all of this here, ikhwati al-kiram. When we reflect on such hadith, such a hadith, his narrations... That if one reflects upon them, he hopes and he yearns to be from the awliya of Allah. And he fears being from those who Allah has raged war against, who show hostility to the awliya of Allah. He fears being from those who are deprived from being from the awliya of Allah. She increase, he and she increases in the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given the opportunity to, for the abd and shown us the way in order for us to be from the awliya of Allah. As he subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, Ala inna awliya Allah, la khawfun alayhim wa la hum yahzanun. الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَكَانُوا يَتَّقُونَ Indeed, the awliya of Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the Qur'an, there's no fear for them and they will not be sad. الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَكَانُوا يَتَّقُونَ Allah has clarified the characteristics of them, those who have iman. Believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which entails having correct aqidah, the correct creed, loving Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not associating partners with Him subhanahu. And they yet taqoon, 
and they have taqwa. They fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَجَعَلُونَ بَيْنَهُمْ وَبَيْنَ غَضْبِ اللَّهِ تَعَالَ وِقَايَةً وَجَعَلُونَ بَيْنَهُمْ وَبَيْنَ الْمَعَاصِ اللَّهِ وِقَايَةً وَيَجَعَلُونَ بَيْنَهُمْ وَبَيْنَ الْإِبْتِدَاعِ فِي الدِّينِ وِقَايَةً They place between them the people of taqwa who are the awliya of Allah. They place between them and the anger of Allah a protection, a shield. And that shield is obedience. And that shield is obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And obedience to the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And the place between them, that barrier between them and the ma'asi and sins. They stay away from sins. And they stay away from the wasail and from those means that lead to sin. These are the muttaqun. And they place a barrier between them. And themselves and al-ibtida'i fi'd-deen. Innovating in the religion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They stick firmly to the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So they can be from the awliya of Allah. Ala inna awliya Allah. La khawfun alayhim wa lahum yahzanun. Indeed, the friends of Allah, no fear is upon them and they're not sad. Who are they? Alladheena amanu wa kanu yattaqoon. Those who have iman in Allah and they are from the muttaqoon. They are from the people of taqwa. So yeah, Ibadullah, this hadith is azim. And this here shows us the status of this hadith. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has promised and has stated rather that those who show enmity to the awliya of Allah, Allah will show enmity, has declared war against them. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. So let's start inshallah ta'ala with some nuqat and some points to further clarify and go to more detail regarding this amazing hadith. And that is that the awliya of Allah are the muttaqun, are the mu'minun. The awliya of Allah are the believers and the people upon taqwa. The awliya of Allah subhanahu ta'ala are those who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, as Allah says, Allah waliyu alladheena amanu yukhrijuhum min al-dhulumati ila al-nur waladheena kafaru awliyahumu shtagut yukhrijunahum min al-nuri ila al-dhulumat Allah is the friend of those who have iman 
Those who have Iman, he takes them away from the darkness and guides them to the light. As for those who disbelieve in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, awliyahum al-taghut. The awliya is taghut and the head of them is shaytan. Yukhrijuhum, yukhrijunahum min al-dhulumat, min al-nuri ila dhulumat. Taking them out of the light, diverting them from the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ila dhulumat, to the darkness. وَأَنَّ هَذَا سِرَاطِ مُسْتَقِيمًا فَاتَّبِعُوا وَلَا تَأْتَبِ السُّبَلِ وَلَا تَأْتَبِ السُّبَلِ فَتَفَرَّقْ بِكُمْ عَنْ سَبِيلِهِ ذَلِكُمْ وَصَاكُمْ بِهِ لَعَلَكُمْ تَتَقُونَ As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, this is my straight path, then follow it. Do not follow other paths, for verily it will divert you from his path. That I advise you with in order for you to attain taqwa. To be from the awliya of Allah. And following the nur, following the light, the Quran and the sunnah, the guidance, the hidayah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed mankind with. And implementing this here, ibad Allah, in order for us to be from the ones that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given his wilayah. And this brings us to point number two. And that is Al-Wilaya is categorized into two categories. And the first is Wilaya Al-Amma. The first is the general Wilaya, and that is Wilaya to Allah Taala ala khalq, and that is Allah protecting or preserve, uh, preserving or Allah giving life or Allah disposing of affairs, and Allah Subhanahu Taala has this Wilaya for all of mankind, the mu'min and the kafir, the air that they breathe, food that they eat is from Allah Subhanahu Taala. The bar, the bar, the fajr, the pious or the wretched. They sleep. They eat. They live. This is general. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Hatta idha jaa'ahadakumul maut, tawafathu rusuluna wahum la yufarritoon. ثُمَّ رُدُّوا إِلَى اللَّهِ مَوْلَاهُمُ الْحَقِّ ثُمَّ رُدُّوا إِلَى اللَّهِ That we, after their death, after they're resurrected, go to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, مَوْلَاهُمُ الْحَقِّ Their Lord, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the wilayah amma. As for the wilayah khasa, this is the wilaya. This is the friend of Allah. Those who are the friends of Allah. And Allah protecting them, aiding them, giving them victory. And this is for the muttaqin, the pious ones, the believers. Indeed, the awliya of Allah, there's no fear for them and they're not sad. This is the wilaya khasa. 
So they return to Allah, their Mawla, their Lord, Mawla from Wilaya, but this is connected to Rububiyyah here, Al-Haq. But as for the Wilaya Al-Khasa, that which is specific, this is the, for the characteristics of those Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Al-Ladheena Amanu wa Kanu Yattaqoon. Those who have Iman and were from the people of Taqwa, from the people of Taqwa. Point number three. And that is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said that those who show hostility and enmity to his ibad, his awliya, فَقَدْ آذَنْتُهُ بِالْحَرْبِ He said subhanahu wa ta'ala, he's declared war, أَعْلَمْتُهُ I will proclaim, I'll claim, I will show war. And display war and, and rage war against them. And that is that they have harmed those who are close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And what a terrible situation to be in. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has declared war upon an individual who is of this kind. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Lord of the heavens and the earth, walillahi junoodu samawati wal ard. For Allah, it's all that is in the heavens and the earth. How can you be safe from Him subhanahu wa ta'ala if He declares war upon you? So, this is a warning against those who attack the awliya of Allah. The people of Iman attacking the people of Sunnah. This is a threat from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wallahu azizun duntiqam. Point number four. And that is that he said subhanahu wa ta'ala. In this hadith al-Qudsi. وَمَا تَقَرَّبَ إِلَيَّ عَبْدِي بِشَيْءٍ أَحَبَّ إِلَيَّ مِمَّا افْتَرَدْتُهُ عَلَيْهِ My slave does not come close to me except more beloved, does not come close to me with something more beloved to me except with that which he, he subhanahu wa ta'ala has, has made obligatory upon that slave. So in this it shows the importance of fulfilling the fara'id, the legislation, that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala legislated. Aqimu salah wa atu zakah ya ayu al-ladhina amanu kutiba alaykum usiyam kama kutiba al-ladhina min qablikum la'alakum tatakun Establishing the prayer, establishing zakah, and establishing the siyam that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said that we should fast in the month of Ramadan. And whoever cites the, the, the month coming or has come, then he should fast, obligatory fast in the month of Ramadan. So the one who wants to be from the awliya of Allah, 
they have to establish this obligatory acts consistently point number 5 and then he says subhanahu wa ta'ala wa ma yazalu 'abdi yataqarrabu ilayya bin nawafil hatta uhibbahu and that is after establishing the obligatory acts the individual he does those which are superiority the sunnah those which are not obligatory those that are preferred he does those acts and then he attains the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so in this it shows that in order to attain the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which is what we all yearn for that one has to establish the obligatory acts and further do the non-obligatory acts and duties in order to attain love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Point number six. And then he says, Subhan in this hadith al-Qudsi, فَإِذَا أَحْبَبْتُهُ كُنْتُ سَمْعُهُ أَوْ سَمْعُهُ أَلَّذِي يَسْمَعُ بِهِ وَبَصَرُهُ أَلَّذِي يُبْسِرُ بِهِ وَيَدْهُ أَلَّتِي يَبْتِشُ بِهَا وَرِجْلُهُ أَلَّتِي يَمْشِي بِهَا He said, Subhanahu wa ta'ala, showing the reward and the fruits of the one who has attained and received the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that he said, if either and when I have loved or when I love him, he only hears that which is beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He only sees and looks at that which is beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He only touches that which is beloved to Allah for him to touch. And he only goes to with his feet to where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves. So from the fruits of attaining the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that you will have guidance over guidance. There will be guidance over guidance and guidance. Hidayah. That the individual he does not touch. He does not walk to. He doesn't look at. Or he doesn't hear and listen to anything except that which is beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Which is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Ala inna awliya Allah la khawfun alayhi wa lahum yahsanun. For the awliya of Allah, there's no fear for them. And they won't be sad. They'll be upon the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this dunya. La yahsanun. They will not be sad. They will not be sad of that which has gone past in the dunya. Because they spend their dunya in listening to that which Allah loves. They spent in the dunya looking at that which Allah loves from the Quran, listening to the Quran, listening to the rules, reading the book of Allah, Quran, Tilawah, reciting it, seeking ilm, reading that which is beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that is needed for him. To look after his family. 
or that she's need, she's need, she is needed for her to bring up her children. Staying away from the muharramat, the impermissible affairs. They're not going to be sad in that which has gone in this dunya because they were the obedient ones that had taqwa and attained the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So therefore, they only listened to that which Allah loves, only watched and looked at that which Allah loves, and only barakallahu feekum touched or walked to where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves, like the masajid. So they will not have any sadness. No fear for them in the hereafter. Verily, they are from the awliya of Allah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us be from them. Those who are in that blessed state. So this, my dear beloved brothers and sisters, allows us to measure our status in this dunya. As it relates to what we listen to, as it relates to what we look at, and that which relates to what we touch, and that which relates to where we go. If it's not beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we need to increase in ibadah and make istighfar. Because there's deficiency in our ibadah. And we need to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Firru ila Allah. We have to flee to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And be the muhajir. And be the one that migrates from the disobedience of Allah. To the obedience of Allah. The one that migrates from loving others. Equal to Allah. To loving Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala like no other this is the measuring stick here Ibadullah, in this amazing hadith so we have to have hope that we are from them we have to have fear that we are not from them we have to have fear that we are in we we have to have fear of not being in opposition to those awliya those friends of allah and we must increase in the love of allah through our ibadah and remembering the ni'am and the blessings that he subhanahu wa ta'ala has bestowed upon his ibad. And from that is mentioned here in point number 6 or 7. Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he said in this hadith. وَلَئِنْ سَأَلَنِي لَأُعْطِيَنَّهُ And if he was to ask me, I will give it to him. Showing the rahmah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the generosity of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this should increase us in ibadah and increase us in loving Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the pillars of ibadah as we mentioned in initially. And if he was to ask me, I'll give him. This is another reward for the awliya of Allah. This shows the mercy of Allah. And it's a reward for the awliya of Allah. And he subhanahu wa ta'ala also said in this hadith Qudsi, in and if he was to seek refuge or ask refuge for me, I would indeed give it to him. 
amazing reward for the person who is from the awliya of Allah, the person of taqwa, the person of iman, the person who establishes the obligatory acts, the person who establishes the non-obligatory acts with ikhlas and ittiba' with sincerity and complying to the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam shows you the amazing nature of this hadith ya ikhwah and in this hadith also it's ithbat muhabbatillah establishing that Allah loves and this is from the aqeed of ahl sunnati wal jama'ah and that his love is muhabbatuhu tatafawad or tatafadal afwan tatafadal and that his love is of different levels for different people taking from this statement here wama taqarraba ilayya abdi bi shay'in ahabba ilayya mimma iftaratuhu alayhi my slave does not come close to me with something more beloved to me than that which I have made obligatory upon him. Establishing that Allah loves. Which is a refutation, ya ibadullah, against the nufah, the ghulat of the, the mu'attala, those extreme negators from the jahmiyyah, the mu'tazila, and the asha'ira, and the kulabiyyah, and also the maturidiyyah. And that which we can also take from this hadith in general, which is benefit number eight. And that is the al-mal al-saliha, the good deeds, will bring us close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Shaykh ibn Uthaymin rahimahullah ta'ala, he said, وَالْإِنسَانِ يَشْعُرْ هَذَا بِنَفْسِهِ إِذَا قَامَ بِعِبَادَةِ اللَّهِ عَلَى وَجْهِ الْأَكْمَلِ مِنَ الْإِخْلَاصِ وَالْمُتَابَعَةِ وَحُدُورِ الْقَلْبِ أحسن بأنه قرب من الله عز وجل وهذا لا يدركه إلا الموفقون He said, Rahimullah, that an individual, he feels this from doing these good deeds. He feels this when he does ibadah, when he does worship, in its perfect form, with ikhlas, sincerity, and, a f- and following the mut'aba, the following the sunnah of the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, al-qalb, he does the ibadah with a heart that is aware, a heart that is awake, a heart that is consuming every aspect of that ibadah. He feels that he's getting close to Allah. And it's only those who have been given that tawfiq, that guidance by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can feel this. May Allah make us be from those. And he says, Allah. وَشُعُورُ الْعَبْدُ بِقُرْبِهِ مِنَ اللَّهِ لَا شَكَّ أَنَّهُ سَيُؤَثِّرْ فِي سِيَرِهِ وَمَنْهَجِهِ 
He said, but we find that um, there are many people who pray, many people who give charity and sadaqah, many people who fast. But a lot of them don't feel any closeness to Allah. Because they have this deficiency of ikhlas, they have the deficiency of mutaba'ah, the deficiency of adherence to the sunnah. And strict adherence to the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa or they have deficiency in the in their qalb being hadir, their qalb, their heart being aware, they're being attentive in their salah, being attentive in their giving charity, attentive in fasting, attentive in all of the ibadat. They don't feel that. And the individual that have has this shu'ur and this feeling of getting closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he has that hope. That immense hope of getting closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This can be seen in his demeanor. In his demeanor, the way he is. In his behavior or her behavior. And in their methodology. That which comes out of their mouth. That which they listen to. That which they touch. That place they go to, even though they are praying and establishing the obligatory acts, but there are deficiencies in their ibadah, so therefore they do not feel this qurb, closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And from this hadith we can take, that awamir Allah, awamir, and awamir Allah, wa ta'ala, qismani. That the obligation or the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are two categories. And the first is the farida, that which is obligatory. And the second is the nafila, that which is non-obligatory. But they're all commands. That which is farida, obligatory, is a command here which necessitates obligation. It necessitates obligation. As for the nafila, it's a command from Allah. But the nafila command necessitates encouraging and superiority of this deed and its being uh, preferred. And it's a za'id and a faridah. It's in addition to the obligatory acts. وَمَا تَقَرَّبَ إِلَيَّ عَبْدِ بِشَيْنَ حَبَّ إِلَيَّ مِمَّا افْتَرَتُ عَلَيْهُ وَلَا يَزَالُ عَبْدِي يَتَقَرَّبُ إِلَيَّ بِنَوَافِلْ حَتَّى أُحِبَّهُ Shows us the immense nature of this and the uh, immense status of this amazing hadith al-Qudsi. Naam. And in this also, barakallahu feekum, we find in this hadith, al-hath ala kathat nawafil is encouraging us to not only establish the obligatory acts, but also to do the non-obligatory acts. And this is a reminder for myself and my brothers that when an individual, for example, a sister, she does she wears a hijab and she covers her hair and her aura and so forth but when you tell the sister to wear niqab a veil over her face she said she's on the opinion of Sheikh al-Alama al-Albani that is mustahab that is preferred she says it's not obligatory so she doesn't do it but the one who wants to be from the awliya of Allah, the ones who wants to attain the love of Allah does not look at that. 
whether it's obligatory or it's not obligatory, it's the fact that it's from the Amwamirillah, it's from the commands of Allah. And it's that which Allah has legislated and that which Allah loves, even if it is not obligatory, according to the opinion of Shaykh al-Bani, which is a questionable opinion, rahimahullah. But even if you are upon the opinion that it is not obligatory, in this hadith it shows you that even the non-obligatory acts, you should race to do it. In order to attain the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, after he mentioned the non-obligatory, the one who, who, who does not cease to do the non-obligatory acts, he does it until Allah loves him. He attains the love of Allah. So sister, put that veil over your face. Put that niqab over your face. Brother, do those non-obligatory acts. Perhaps we'll get and be from those who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves. And our speech will be improved. And that we look at will be that which is beloved to him subhanahu wa ta'ala. That which we touch will be beloved to him. And that where we go, the place we go is beloved to him subhanahu wa ta'ala. This hadith is clear. So we must, ya ibad Allah, be from those individuals who do not say, oh, it is not obligatory. So I'm not going to do it. La, it's, a, it's not obligatory. It's, you should look at the fact that it is beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's from the awamir Allah. Allati yujar fa'iluhu imtithalan That acts where the person who does it we received a reward from Allah. Reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Imtithalan. Imtithalan as the ulama of usul have defined. For it mustahab. Imtithalan. Yani he has done it and she has done it. To adhere to the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. His legislation. So kathrat al-nawafil sababun limuhabbatillah. Individual does as many non-obligatory acts after no doubt establishing the obligatory act is a way of getting the love of Allah. Not the individual that does not do the obligatory acts and then does the non-obligatory acts. This is not he does not attend that that reward because Allah Subhanahu wa Taala mentioned clearly. Subhanahu. وَمَا تَقَرَّبَ إِلَيَّ عَبْدِي بِشَيْءٍ أَحَبَّ إِلَيَّ مِمَّا افْتَرَتُهُ إِلَيَّ The most beloved thing, deed to Allah, the most beloved action to Allah is that which Allah has made obligatory. So we do not leave the obligatory acts. For example, an individual, he does not say he's not going to pray dhuhr, but he's going to pray the 12 nawafil for the, for the day. The ratiba. Or he said he's not going to pray the two rakah of fajr, he's going to pray the sunnah. Or he says he's not going to pray the three, the two raka, uh, the three raka for Maghrib, but he's going to pray the two raka for Sunnah. Or he says he does not, he does not fast a month of Ramadan, but he decides to fast the Yom Arafah. But he doesn't want to, he doesn't fast Ramadan. He's a person who has wealth, and he doesn't give in charity from his wealth, from his zakah. 
But when he sees people who are in need, he says, here, take this real or take this naira or this 1,000 naira or take this 1,000 reals or take this 100 pounds and so forth. But he's not fulfilling his obligatory act and giving zakat. That which we have to do is establish the obligatory acts and also do more. So we establish those acts that are obligatory and we also do those that are not obligatory in order to establish and attain the love of Ar-Rahman subhanahu wa ta'ala. So finally, this hadith, it shows the importance of making dua. And that is that the Messenger sallallahu says that dua huwa al-ibadah. And that is dua is worship. And that is when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in this hadith, in sa'alani. And if he asks me, yani, and dua, if he asks Allah, and yani he makes dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, la'utiyanna. Showing the, I will give to him, showing the importance of dua. And that dua has to be upon tawheed. And that the masajid are for Allah. And do not invoke other than him in it. And that dua has to be one with the individual has the correct intention. And that dua has to be that the individual's heart is attentive. That he's wa'i. He has hudurul qalb. That he's concentrating and focused and paying and, 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 and paying attention. And his heart is aware when he's making that supplication. Or making that dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he has hope that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will answer that dua. And that is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He loves and yujib mas'alata ibadihi. Allah loves to answer the dua of his ibad as mentioned previously in the hadith al-qudsi ya ibadi innakum tukhti'una bil-layli wal-nahar wa ana aghfiru dhunuba jami'an fastaghfiruni fastaghfirni aghfir lakum fastaghfiruni aghfir lakum where he said in the Hadith Qudsi previously we studied a few months ago that all of you sin by night and day. And he said subhanahu wa ta'ala that he forgives all of the sins. So seek forgiveness from Allah and Allah will forgive you. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves the ibad and answering the dua of the ibad. So this should encourage us to make sincere dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and seek refuge in him subhanahu wa ta'ala. As verily, he is the one who is the possessor of the heavens and the earth. The one that deserves to be worshipped alone. The one that answers all the dua. The all seeing and all hearing and the all wise. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us be from those who are from the awliya of Allah. Those who have firm iman and have taqwa. And be from those who receive the reward of being from the awliya of Allah by attaining the love of Allah and our limbs being geared towards pleasing Him subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ameen. Wa sallallahu wa sallam wa barak ala nabiyyana Muhammadin wa ala alihi 
وأصحابه أجمعين والحمد لله رب العالمين